Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Deleted. Today we're looking at the second episode of Series 10 of Doctor Who, Smile. Smile. It, um, it's a, it impressed me. I did smile throughout this episode, actually. So did I. Yeah, it was very, yeah. So it was a lot better than what Ace was thinking it would be. Because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you caught the very first episode deleted with um, Ash, Ace, and myself when we were looking for each of the episodes and got up to the Emoji Bots episode, uh, Ace wasn't very excited. Yeah. No, I don't like the idea of the Emoji Bots. I didn't, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't see the point in them. But, yeah, sure, I, I was very impressed with how they came out. Do you want to go through each thing? Yeah. Um, actually, here's some audio from Ace's review from his channel about what he thought before the episode and what he thought after it. To clarify, my pre-thoughts going into this were this episode's going to be awful. I, I really don't like the emoji bots. I really don't like the idea that even the fact that they're called emoji bots I wasn't keen on. But saying that and all the promotional material which wasn't really that much, didn't show that much about it, I actually really enjoyed that episode. That was really good. I, In my opinion, anyway, I was really quite fond of it. Now, the best part of Smile was uh, Nardo not being in it. <laughs> Thank God. I don't think... The fact that he was only in for 30 seconds was great, because it was only like... It was only like... The fact that the Doctor called him Mum, I found a bit weird. Is that some sort of, like, weird... Sort of well, <laughs> Harry actually told us to um, talk about this. I have a big theory that um, the Doctor and Bill have romance. So... Oh. You see... When the Doctor spent 24 years with River, he he only had his eyes on one man. Or one robot. Oh. Or maybe Nardal is... Maybe Nardal's actually, like, a regeneration of that um, owner of the orphanage on Gallifrey that we saw. So maybe he is actually his mum. <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> anyway, right, okay, let's get to the actual episode of Smile. Nardal was um, not in it much, which is great, because didn't really need to see much of him. I like the fact that they had like a little five minutes of banter in the TARDIS before they actually went out and did something. The continuity that, that, that um, led yeah. from the previous episode to this episode, and then the continuity that led from Smile to Thin Ice, because at the end of Smile you get about 20, oh, yeah. 10 or 20 seconds of um, Thin Ice. It was absolutely fantastic, and the elephant on the ice isn't exactly a... Um, an exaggeration. I believe that actually happened somewhere in the 1800s. I read something well, on Facebook. Were, credit yeah, if there was, I, I'm sure it would have been realistic. I'm sure they were just trafficking, maybe, uh, elephants. I don't know what it was about, but I'm sure it's historically accurate, whatever they do. Um, do you think they're going to do that all series? Do you think they're going to do like the whole series, just like nipping between different places? I hope and so. Then, because... And then at the end, you'll actually go back to the university and something will go wrong with the vault. Yeah. Monday, see inside, man. I, I don't think, think it will be. I think that's too obvious. Really? I think you if reckon... that was what was in the vault, I think if that, I think if the Mondas inside men were in the vault, then they wouldn't have announced them and they wouldn't have shown them in the trailer. I think that's too obvious, because it seems to be what everyone's guessing. It's not like Doctor Who should just cop out on. Well, it is, um, Wedding of River Song, um, but it, it is, but not at the same time. 
like it, it will try and put a curveball in it. It won't. I'm sure it won't be the Mundasian Sideman. If it is, that's just the easiest sellout they've done, and I think I'll be a little bit disappointed, but happy at the same time. I don't think it will be though. I've no idea what it is going to be, but I'm sure it's not the Mondasian Sidemen. Well, last episode we said that it was going to be the Mondasian Sidemen, so have any I've, thoughts I've, changed? I've changed. I, well, I don't think it's the Mondasian Sidemen. I think it's going to be something else, but I don't know what else. Mm. Could be some... Well, I Emoji think robots be... jump oh, out be. and then be going... And then Bill will go, Oh my god, it's an emoji! I know people seem to hate that line. It was just, it was literally just one line. I know I was smiling as well at that line because I was sort of like, I know everyone's cringing at the moment, and I know, but like to be fair, Pearl Mackey's acting in the rest of the episode was really on point. I was really impressed with her. She was really good. Yeah, Bill continues to be standing there. And I was saying this, yeah, I was saying this in my review that the whole thing about when Rose went on a first adventure and she found out the world had just moved on and, and and like destroyed itself. She, like, started getting really angry at the Doctor for showing her that. Whereas Bill, she just sort of... You, you, you saw that emotion and that sort of, like, oh, my God, this is what happens to us. It, it was a throwback to um, yeah. a beast below because Bill sees what happens to the human race and Amy, I guess, also sees what happens yeah. and they both shed a tear at what has become... Of the last yeah, humans. Similarity. Um, yeah, it's episode two of both seasons. But actually, we're straying on a little bit of a different thing. If we're going by best possible series, which I'm actually going to do at the end of um, series 10 when, when it finishes, because God knows we're going to have to wait until September, at least next year. Yeah. I, rec- I reckon we'll have to wait until April 29 or April. I don't- for series 11, I don't think we're going to have to wait till September. I think it'll be still in April, hopefully. That's why they had the year off, so they could fix the date. <laughs> so. I don't know. I reckon because, you see, with this, with... with if they ha- so, they have to film the Christmas special still. Yeah, so which they're working on now, aren't they? If they... So, let's say they take another... Let's give them well, I think a month and a half on that. Do you reckon a month and a half? Moffat's, Moffat's still writing the Christmas special. The thing is, it's um, because they only finished filming series 10 on the Thursday before the pilot aired. I don't know if you knew that. I think it was that. That was like they filmed for just under a year. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure whether it, all the filming for series 11 will be done by April next year. I reckon I we might. it probably will be. I think it probably will be. I think they've got the time to do it. If Moffat gets this Christmas special wrote and uh, produced for, let's just say... Well, like, we all know Moffat's great at deadlines, don't we, guys? <laughs> Remember those five episodes in 2012 and they all sucked? Right, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm just relax. <laughs> Actually, <to> calm down. <laughs> the third one was okay. The Town Called Mercy. We see yeah. we normally record these in the morning, and I'm normally the one who's really tired. But you see, Ace is the one who's really tired, and I'm the one who's really energetic. Yeah, so I know. I've noticed change that. of pace. Anyway, yeah. So, so right. Okay, back to smile. Yeah. So, um, Nidal wasn't in it much, thank God. I feel like Capaldi's twelfth Doctor was really showing off well in this episode. 
Like, I feel like I with Clara exactly the in same. Series 8 and 9, I felt he felt a little bit childish. Like, they're trying to do a Matt Smith with him, but he still needs a bit too old to be doing that. He's, he's reaching he's, back to my favourite version of him was in episode 8 of season 8. Um, oh, God, I've just forgotten. Um, Mummy on Orient Express. That's my favourite version yeah. of his character, especially the speech, the little kind of speech at the end with Clara. You know, everyone has to make choices and all that. And I yeah. believe he, if he's reaching the heights of that kind of Doctor in each episode of Season 10, if he continues to smash those kind of heights, because I haven't exactly liked Capaldi's Doctor a lot in Series 8 and 9, and that's to blame Moffat for, to be honest, because of Clara and her taking yeah. over, and he hasn't been the centre. But if they continue to more so make him the centre of the actual show, because he's called Doctor Who... Not called Clara Who or Companion Who, even though Stephen Moffat himself said the Companion's more important than the Doctor, which I, I just facepalmed what? at. He said that in an article. You can that. find that. Surely. You can find that. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll credit that in the description right now. Stephen Moffat, wow. Companion is more important than the Doctor. That's so pathetic. <laughs> yeah, April 15th, yeah, so. 2017, Radio Times. A new Doctor Who Companion. Is more is a bigger deal than a new doctor, says Stephen Moffat. Mm. Anyway, getting back to Smile, um, Frank <laughs> Boyce smart. has redeemed himself in my books because everyone start. I reckon a lot of writers start off with a met or terrible episode, but what's he first write for? In the Forest of the Shire. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> he wrote that. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I don't judge the episode any differently, obviously, but I mean, there was no other way. You could only get better, really. Yeah. Oh my god, that was well. That's unless, probably my least favorite episode of all time. Unless uh, <laughs> Mark and Mark Gaddis and he made a pact. Uh, Mark Gaddis would give him a you know five hundred quid for him to write a Sleep No More sequel. <laughs> then it would get worse. Kill me, actually kill me. And I like and I like Mark Gaddis, like. As a person, I think he's quite funny. I've seen him in League of Gentlemen and that, but I cannot agree. I read his um some of the things Doctor Who magazine Doctor. Uh, interview with him and Joe Grant. Can't remember actress's name. That's quite interesting interview. I'll have a read of that at some point. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> again, about the smile, the emoji bots. Um, thoughts on them. I thought that they were a very well done alien. I really liked the way that they killed people, especially with you know the bones and everything falling to the ground. I thought that was kind of a little bit violent, but you know very interesting and intriguing. And I thought it was one of the best ways to kill um, humans, a unique way, especially. But you know, I'm a little throwback to Sarah Jane Adventures. Uh, you know the actress at the beginning who tells uh, the girl that her mother has died and then she obviously gets killed by the emoji bots? If you, can you remember that at the beginning? Wait, um, beginning of Smile. Yeah, the actress who tells the girl that her mother has been yes. has died. Yep. Yes. She played um, Rani Chandra's mother in Sarah Jane Adventures. I think I was the only one who really noticed that. Um, because I recognise the actor, but I couldn't tell where from. So you pointed that out. That's good, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. On a unique point, the doctor's browsing history. Uh, yeah, I did. I did notice that. I was a bit of a. 
that was a bit of a risky joke for um for a, an audience that's majority made up partially by kids. I think it's a bit of a risky joke. I knew Doctor Who poop would jump on the bandwagon. I certainly did the second I heard that. I thought of that video. So yeah, if only Ash was here. <laughs> oh bless. I reckon. I reckon he could make a pretty decent or a very well. Every video he makes is great, but a pretty decent Doctor Who poop on this episode because there's a lot of parts that you could you could kind of edit out the um the faces and the emojis and just put the actually speaking about that frank you bloody dickhead where was my poop emoji mate there was no poop emoji i need to calm down there was no poop emoji throughout the entire episode i was very disappointed that's good that's a good thing have you seen the emoji movie trailer i mean looks amazing come on i'm gonna go watch it it looks Unironically, I, I reckon it'll be the worst movie of all time. I honestly but believe that. Pay to go see. Don't pay to go see that. Well, you see, me and Carl are gonna go see it. So. Oh. It's still bomb Lord. though. Even if I were gonna see it like fifty times, it would still bomb in the cinemas. I know. I don't think it doesn't look very expensive to reduce. Uh, the emoji bots also. Another thing about them, I w- I'm thinking, yeah. like, can they tell when someone's not really happy? Or, because with the... With, I don't I think it's facial expressions, isn't it? Oh, I, I guess. Because when... Cause like, what, yeah. Because even though they were terrified, they were, like, smiling, and they were absolutely fine. Apart from they did, they did kill that woman at the beginning who was smiling. Yeah. So I don't know... Hmm. Either way, I think it was very cleverly done. I like the fact that it was emotions, not emojis. That was a bit different. I thought yeah. it was going to just be like some sort of weird, stupid communication robot that suddenly turns evil. What's your favourite emoji? The, uh, the the dab emoji. Slaughtered. Is there oh, like a genuine emoji or emoji in the episode? No, no. I thought that it would be like uh, in the episodes they, they might disagree on what their favourite emojis would like, be the emoji pots. Have you seen what they've put on the Doctor Who website? Oh god, I don't go on there anymore. They're normally well, they're rubbish. not even called the actual name, which is the Vardy. And they've labelled them the emoji bots, but it's like death, like, it, it classifies the death being like um, I think it's like death by hugs or something. Hugged to death. Oh god, when I click on it I, the first couple words that I see is it's time for class. I'm like, oh god, clicks off. No, it's not time for class. <laughs> it's never been time for class and it never will be. Binge watch the first season of class. <laughs> no, thank you. I've managed to. I managed to. Thank god I, I don't I'm live in the UK so I can't either. actually do that without a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes like you're not allowed to watch this content. I'm like, thank you BBC for Good. warning me. Oh god! You see, I really like the layout, so, but then I just see stupid Nardle's confused face. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I know. It's got like it looks really cool. You got the like, Peter Capaldi, and you got Pearl Mackey there. That was really cool. just Nardle just there, just sort of photoshopped. It's brilliant. So <laughs> bad. I'm gonna. I think we'll, we can wrap up Smile quite quickly and um, get on to a previewing Thin Ice. Unless you have, do you have anything yeah, more to say about um, Smile? Okay, so generally, uh, Peter Capaldi was brilliant in it. Um, Absolutely agree. I wasn't so wasn't so keen on his costume design for that one, so I heard of that. The do better job next time. Um, I want I want a continuous brilliant. costume. 
Like it was all the other doctors. Yeah. Well, to be fair, David Tennant really never had a continuous costume. If you watch series four, it changes every episode. Yeah. You notice that one. But um, like, at least he had a continuous costume yeah. between like season two and season three. Oh yeah, yeah. You could still remember it's either the blue or the um. The blue one, one, and then the coat, the long coat. Yeah. It's very memorable. What with twelve, the only memorable one that I like, which is um, actually I noticed that it kind of looks like the one that I. It might actually be the same clothing that the master wore in the three-parter in series three at the end. The um, suit, but with um, like the red inside. Really like. Well, that. I like the um, I like, I like the red velvet one. The one that he wore in Heaven Sent. Yeah. Oh, not Hellbent. Um, he wore it in Brace the Raven. He wore it in the last two Christmas specials and he wore it in the first, uh, the pilot as well. I'm really quite fond of that one. Yeah, I just wish I'd stick with one for like his final series, but oh well. Who cares? It's only closed, I guess. Yeah, um, I liked Permaki in this one. I liked, um, the lack of Nardal. And I was really fond of the emoji bots. The word emoji was only said like a couple of times, wasn't it? It wasn't actually said that much. Which it was, was only great. said about it was three or four times, yeah. With more emotion bots they, uh, rather than emoji mm, bots. They speak emoji. Don't don't make me hear that life again. <laughs> um, the cast, good, the, the execution of um, just everything worked. If I had one criticism, it would be that it was a little bit slow, and I feel like the Russell T. Davis standard conclusion of um, Big Red Button solves everything, which yeah. I really didn't like. I didn't like the fact that he just sonic a thing and then everything was fine. Because this, this is the thing, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, the Russell T. Davis era. You've got Series 1, Rose looks into a vortex and melts all the Daleks. Series 2, Magic Lever pulls everything out of planet Earth, right? Three, magic button turns back time and everyone forgets everything. You know, it, it just, I, I just didn't seem like them sort of um, resolves to a story where it just seems a bit naff, really. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it had that. I still love thing. Russell T. Davies, anyway. No, I do. I, I, I agree with you there. I do. But I just feel like the conclusion was very similar to that sort of thing. Just very simple. Just buzz something. Yeah, and it's all I agree. It was kind of a power, it was kind of a power of three. I like the fact. Did, did you notice that Peter Capaldi was doing that poetry thing again that he did in Heaven Sent? Um, he started like talking about. I don't know. Yeah, it was. He was talking about something. I wasn't really listening, but I mean, he was talking about something after he buzzed the uh, emoji bot. Uh, no, yeah. I honestly can't remember. I'd have to look. I, and it I'm just reminded me of. I, I, I feel like I feel that's gonna be. Like a major part of his character because he was very similar, like very similar to Heaven Sent, how he was talking about the Shepherd's Boy and that that sort of thing. Yeah, I feel he like said the same be... thing as he said in um, a version of the same thing he said in the pilot about you know between here and that kettle boiling is everything ever's gonna happen and everything ever has happened, which I liked of course, and you know it was kind of a mediocre way of Bill saying I want to see if everyone's happy like, I much would have preferred you know I want to see what has happened to the to the world not not yet well I guess you got to have something happy because the title is smile anyway smile is in, in my opinion a very a very good well-rounded story with a little bit of an, a bad conclusion, it's probably one of the only things I can point out that's, that I don't like about yeah. it. 
That's that's being very picky. I, yeah. I, I still feel that uh, it's got it's a very good episode. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I was going to give it a 9, but um, dwelling on it and rewatching certain parts of it, there are just a couple of things that I picked out, but I still really like it. So if I was giving it a grade, I'd give it a B plus as a graded episode. And yeah, I think if you stop using Nardle, continue to go a couple seconds into the following episode, and then... Of course, they started a couple seconds after the pilot. I think that's a really well way of starting each episode. Um, I really like that. So continue to do that, and I reckon we'll have the best season of the revival yet. Yeah, okay. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, because I just think it was really good. But there we go. Whatever. Anyway, um, thin Thin ice. ice. This is the thing I've been... Very excited to talk about because I have huge expectations for this one because Sarah Dollard, the writer of Face the Raven, my favourite series nine episode apart from Heaven Sent, uh, wrote this one. And I really, really, really like Face the Raven. I really like the originality behind it. The street, the only thing I don't like about it is, of course, Maisie Williams' character. Because I goddamn yeah, hate hard to shoot her on her Maisie Williams' character. is so annoying in my opinion, but... It was also yeah, had yeah, a yeah. very well done scene of Clara's exit, which Moffat, you should have left it, you know, without <laughs> you know taking her out of time and everything in Hellbent. But still, uh, if I'm just talking about Face Raven, I'd probably give it a ten out of ten for one of the. It's one of my favorite episodes of um, Steve Moffat's era. So yeah. Anyway, so let's yeah. I've got huge um, expectations. Uh, just before we start talking, I will play the next time trailer, because that's the time of recording this. All we have is the next time trailer. We don't have a separate trailer they've released. I believe we'll um, do that a couple of days after. There's a, just to point out, there's a line in the next time trailer, which is, um, have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, it was a, that's, yeah really that's in my notes. <laughs> how is he, he going to go around that? Because I don't know, because yeah. obviously now he knows that... Now he knows that the time he didn't actually kill everyone in the time war, so... I mean, he's just going to name a few he people he's kill. killed. He did kill someone. He killed the dude in Hellbent to save Clara, and then she, he didn't, became didn't a she. Him, Caused him to regenerate. Yeah. I know. I just don't like the, th- the thought of the Doctor using a gun to kill someone. Yeah, I, know. I just don't like the thought of that, because it's not right. I hate Hellbent. Anyway, let's play the next time yeah. trailer for Thin Ice. Traveling into the past, there's got to be rules. If I step on a butterfly, it could send ripples through time. Regency England. A bit more black than they show in the movies. Are there side effects to time travel? Sometimes you see lights under the ice. Stay back! There's something frozen under the Thames and it's eating people. Plan? Let's get eaten. The creature will be fed. Have you ever killed anyone? So, of course, you saw there. Was, uh, yeah, go ahead, Ace. Sorry. Yeah, um, yes. No, it's a good next time trailer. I think it was. I don't know. It was it was weird. I don't know what it, I know the whole story is going to be around that big fish type thing. Um, I want to point out Peter Capaldi makes another one of them terrifying faces again. He just needs to not smile. I'm I'm sorry, right? But it's just terrifying. Go to fifty. Guess what? Uh, guess one. guess what? The episode we were reviewing for the podcast was uh, it's called Smiles. So I was guessing there's a lot of smiling. But he's just he shouldn't smile because he looks terrifying. Have you seen? Yeah. 15 seconds into the BBC, uh, well, just the next time trailer, 15 seconds in. It's just weird. 
Also, how is someone else holding the sonic screwdriver as well? What's that about? Um, oh, the hand that's like up in the ground with the sonic screwdriver when the yes. doctor and Bill are just like, <gasps> oh shit. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll find out next week. I suppose we'll have to, won't we? We'll just have um, to wait. Can I? One thing I really want to compliment, actually, is the Doctor's costume. In oh this. my god, it's my favorite ever. I love ever. it. I love it. I really I love, love the it. hat. I love the, the hat. Just, the, I just want one. The, the top hat, the black gloves. The oh, it just works for him. It works wonders on Capaldi. I really, really like it. Uh, you know that that shot as well. There's a funny part of the trailer which I really can't wait to see how that plays out. When that bloke gets knocked over and Bill's like chanting them on, the doctor's just standing there with two cups of tea in his hand, looking miserable. I think that's brilliant. So if you can get to that, it's absolutely. I just found that quite funny. Yeah, another thing I really like about Bill's character is that she really likes it. She likes to ask interesting and intriguing questions. For example, she says in the trailer that you know if I. Um, step on a butterfly will it send ripples through time and yeah. you know just ruin screw up time later on I really liked those those kind of questions I mean, fair enough and Capaldi's response what a butterfly has ever done to you <laughs> so now our next time trailer doesn't show us much about what the story of the episode is going to be obviously they have a thing under the water but I think it's going to be a bit more complex than that um, yeah I hope the CGI isn't too cringeworthy I really hope it isn't. BBC but, budget. Yeah, I know. I, had, I hope it isn't. No. We've got it's a bit 12 actors, one. 3 sets, and $1 million. Welcome. <laughs> um, if, oh, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to say. Thank you so much for watching this episode deleted. Next week we'll be having a look at Thin Ice and previewing Knock Knock. And you can subscribe to Ace here on the screen, my channel here as well, and you can go watch Ace's separate review, which I include a little bit of audio in the first bit of this review. Uh, you can watch the full 10 minutes on his channel. Thank you so much for watching. Have a lovely day. Remember to smile. Goodbye.